Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Father's Day Sunday. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. I hope everybody has a really pleasurable day. Well, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. Is Jace. Our sponsors today, Texan Roofing, the CCA Star Tournament, the Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, weather, as usual. It's warm this morning. How about that? So we shall uh, continue on with this uh, hot, dry weather. It's 82 down on the island in Galveston right now. Feels like 92, they're saying, on the monitor. But uh, today, some clouds this morning. They'll give way to sunny skies for the afternoon with a with a hot forecast. You know, it's high of 88 down on the island. It'll be near the century mark here on the high ground. But uh, winds will be south-southwest, 15 to 25 miles per hour. That's not good. And then uh, pretty much the same tonight, partly cloudy, low of 81, south-southwest 15 to 25. And for tomorrow, more of the same, sunshine along with some cloudy intervals, uh, near record high temperatures again, high of 88, south-southwest winds 15 to 25. I was looking at some of the heat indexes, and, uh, boy, about 112 to 115 in our area today. So uh might be a good indoor afternoon watch a little uh watch the astros lose again or watch some uh, u.s open or something <laughs> get everything done this morning all right looking at tides for today these are galveston channel tide predictions we have two of them we have a high at 7 25 a.m it's a 1.6 then a low at 11:06 p.m a negative 0.5 so pretty much uh standing high all day 6 20 a.m is sunrise 8 21 p.m sunset our moon phase is 0% visibility. We're on a new moon. Current conditions, right now the buoy offshore is showing a south wind at 13 to 16. And across the board, it's 83-degree air temperature, 83-degree water. Water's a little warmer into the bay. Uh, the Galveston Channel is showing 82 degrees with 88-degree water, a south-southwest wind at 10, and Eagle Point 
It's 84 degrees with 87-degree water, south-southwest 16 to 20. And Morgan's Point, pretty much the same, 82-degree water air temperature and 85-degree water south winds at 8 to 14. So that pretty much uh, sums up the weather forecast. kind of like a broken record right now, but uh, looking for a change. Need some kind of change. Where are those fronts that we were getting? That would be nice to have right now. All right, let's go over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with old Hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond, and see what he's up to on Father's Day today. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning to you, buddy, and happy Father's Day to you, Captain Mickey. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. You're welcome. I hope you have a great one when you get out of here today and get get home and uh, everybody surrounds you with with all those cool drinks and stuff, and you just yeah, that'd, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Too uh, bad I'm not a drinker rock, rock anymore. Beat up and let them <laughs> let them serve you, buddy. Uh, no, man, uh, uh, nothing going on around here. We got a little bit of wind this morning. It's not too bad. It's, it's showing it's showing four to six uh, with a little gust of ten miles an hour. So it's hot air. You walk outside and you can cut that humidity with a knife. I mean, at uh, 93%, uh, 96% humidity out there right now. Mm -hmm. So it's almost liquid, liquid. Not uh, anything going on down here. It's kind of quiet. And, uh, oh, I don't know. I haven't talked to too many people uh, that was out. Uh, my next-door neighbor, Captain Brandon, he, uh, he had a trip on Friday. Uh, they had a couple reds. Uh, I think they had four or five black drums. Uh, it was it was some tough fishing on Friday. He said the same thing yesterday. Him and his wife went out there. And, uh, they didn't. They brought back a couple of trout. All they all they took was barking barking monkeys to use. Uh, they had them a couple of dozen of those, and oh, they just went out and sit underneath a bridge and, and and sit in the shade and stayed under the bimini. He said every time, no matter where he went to fish, the first thing he did was get under that shade. It was. <laughs> One of those days, but it's 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 hot and it's nothing uh, nothing to take uh, take for granted. That's for sure. If you are going to be out in this area, I mean, be out in the sun this time of year. Uh, just uh, hydrate and drink you some fluids, and I don't mean alcohol. Uh, get you some waters and Gatorades. And, and now, if you drink a beer in this heat, you need to drink a water behind it. You know, to keep your hydration right up. An alcohol Man, dry you out, buddy. It's uh, uh, it'll do it quick too, and it's it's, it's too late once you once you uh, overheat it, buddy. Right, uh, I've seen not, some of the best experience uh, beer drinkers go down in this heat before. I've seen them yeah. fall like yeah, building blocks. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see what's going on down here. Uh, Man, the tides in the afternoon have pulled out really, really low. And that's the way that south wind does it. Just like the east wind pushes the water on top of us, the south wind pushes it away from us. And we have had a negative, I mean, super low tide. It's uh, not even uh, coming right. in with that strong end coming in the mornings? Uh, in, the, in the mornings coming in, yeah, it's coming in good. It's well, yeah, because you got you that nighttime there, low. You know, we're getting that negative pull at oh, night, and it's probably sucking it out with that southwest wind pretty big time. 
yeah, it is. And uh, like I said, I can look out there in the afternoon, yesterday evening, and the last few days, late in the evenings, boy, those reefs are just uh, just sticking out of the water, man. I mean, it's uh, it's quite low. And in this area, uh, we need we need water in our bays, man. It's right. It's some shallow shallow running down here. Uh, I know I've been through a mini of propeller. I haven't knocked off a lower unit yet. Knock on wood. And uh, speaking about boats, I got to go over there and and uh, meet meet our friends. Uh, oh, did you get your boat over boat. there? Oh yeah, I took it over Friday morning and got to meet uh, Fernando and. Uh, I met a guy named Josh, and uh, there was a anyway. They made you feel real at home, but as soon as I pulled in the driveway, they were. I mean, he come up, introduced himself, and everything. And uh, my wife had the little puppy with us, or a little twenty-year-old uh, papillon, and and uh, and uh, Fernando said, "Come on, bring that little puppy over here in the shade." Does she need some water? This <laughs> and that, and man, I'm telling, talking about hospitality, you know. Uh, yeah, they're good guys, kinda, man. It, it was my first trip over there in ages, and I've never really fished Moses Lake or anything like that. I've been to San Leon, but I don't remember fishing any of that area uh, yeah. unless I was super, super young. But, uh, boy, that's a fishy little fishy little area right in there. I know that. And uh, I've seen plenty of fishermen taking advantage of it, too. And that was on Monday when we went over there. Let's see, when did we go over there? Uh, Thursday, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. One of these days. All these One days day are running together, huh? Yeah, they are. It's. Uh, I got out yesterday and and finished the electrical. Got my lights turned on. Sat out there last night and uh, just for a few minutes. And you know that's one thing about this heat. It's finally got rid of those bugs. Uh, the mosquitoes have went south or went somewhere, but. Thank goodness. Yeah, it we kind had of depends on where you are last night. I was talking to Hillman last night, and he was putting his boat up in the shop and everything, and they were the mosquitoes were just tearing him a new one. I think he had a new hatch from somewhere because they were all little tiny burning ones. Oh, he was, must be. He was not like you it. know when it gets hot like that. You know, a couple of weeks of dry weather, it dries them up, dries up those mud holes and stuff, and they can't breathe. And uh, well, they can right. back in the March, but. No, they haven't. Uh, they haven't been too bad. I think we're right there at dark last night. I might have got one on the ankle, but anyway, uh, finished up the electrical and the plumbing. And buddy, uh, I'm going to be sitting around here for the next uh, next uh, however many days it is till they can get my boat back to me. So uh, if you're what in the area, what all you have to have done to it? Just to... well, I'm just had have. I'm go ahead and I just had a thermostat housing and all that stuff done, but I'm gonna have. I took them a list of uh, what the last mechanics had done, you know, right. and where they could break it down and, and check everything. And and uh, just so far, just uh, uh, I went my I went to get the uh, tilt and trim switch on the on the side of the motor. And I told them I told them when I picked up my my motor from the last people that worked on it, I had to finish putting putting screws in here and there and attaching things here and there and. And uh, it just it just wasn't right, man. Uh, right. Uh, so anyway, he's gonna uh, they're gonna they're gonna fix me up, uh, put a put a put a water pump in there, and anyway, this this old shallow bay over here, and there there's no way you can you can go through a day without kicking up some mud somewhere or another. You know, it's just so uh, it's yeah. just a harsh 
harsh environment uh, or for those outboards. But anyway, that's what you do. Put them in the shop when, when it's not busy. Uh, nothing going on. So I'm going a, I'm to a hang around here. And uh, if you want me to clean a box of fish for you folks, y'all just <laughs> come on by and bring me a six-pack of beer, and I'll clean your fish for you. Yeah, and he specializes in sheephead and snapper. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite fish to clean Whoa. is a sheephead, man. Cleaning some armadillos, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, some miniature army tanks. No, I have ran Whoa. that uh, dorsal <laughs> fin right up my knuckle. You know, just sure as a world, those fins stick out like nobody's business, and then there you are trying to get that knife in there. Like a porcupine, uh, man. It's happened more than once. Let me just say that on those god darn sheep heads. But uh, that's that's a big old that's a big old sheep head they got in that drum. Uh, uh, nine eight. I don't know if I've ever seen a ten pound sheep head, oh, but I yeah. know they get big. I think they uh they may have they may have busted ten. Let me look at it this morning. They updated it the other day. Oh, you mean already? Oh, okay. Yeah, You're talking was, about the uh, star tournament, right? Right, yes, sir. I, I think see, they, they had updated. a man in there. It was updated the 11th of June. And uh, Big Sheephead, yeah, you're right, 9-8. 9-8, uh, that's how Mike Winterman gave me those numbers. Yeah, and uh, Big Drum is 11-10, and then 11-8, 9 you know, that are in the slot. But... Uh, Gaff tops up for grabs, five fourteen. I figured I'd see a six and a half or a seven by now, but we shall see. It seems like I've let go a couple of them like that already this year. We got into them so bad one day. Well, I mean, them, I, them I, stupid I, gaff top fool you get. They got that big old head. <laughs> stupid and, gaff top. Yeah, you know they fool you because they got that giant old Eddie Monster head on them, and uh, then their body will taper. Now, if you can get one that's got some shoulders on him and he's filled out towards the tail, then that, that's where you get yeah. your weight. But the, the, That's right. Usually they got that big old head and then the body goes away. Yeah. You know? You're right. Kind You're right. Mostly looking. head, man. I've, I've actually cleaned some and uh, put them in cornmeal, and they're not – they're okay. It's, yeah, it's they're, they're edible. I mean – They're edible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, okay, let's see. What I mean, else why am I going to eat on? hamburger when I got ribeyes sitting there marinated, waiting on me to cook them? You know, <laughs> that's, that's right, dude. That's, uh... We got enough trout. <laughs> we, trout. We got enough trout. We don't need those. Oh, anyway, no, it's all good. You know, that's we're so very fortunate to have all the resources that we do, and 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 there's so many. It's just such as a variety of fish that we can eat and keep. You know, without the game fish. I mean, you know, the sand trout and the a big old golden croaker. If I had a box full of those, I don't mind cleaning them. Shoot. Yeah, if you can just find, you know, uh, you get some good, size uh, to fillet size frying Atlantic croaker. I mean, that's that's a bonus fish. And then and, and a whiting if they just get big like they used to. Shoot, and a gulf yeah, trout, and sand trout, and I never just, throw uh, a whiting back. Man, those whiting, whiting, and sand trout, big old croakers, they all go in the box. And they've yeah. made a many a fine meal, many a many a fish fry, all that stuff. Yes, sir. But uh bait camp bait camps are holding bait. Everything's good down here. All the boat ramps are open. So it looks like everybody y'all have a have a very blessed Father's Day, man. I hope all you fathers out there 
enjoy the living daylights out of today. It's your day. Y'all do I'm it. With you, brother. Get it done. All, All right, right Hammer. Captain. Throw them out a number, bud. 713-208-0683. Happy Fun Sunday and happy Father's Day to everybody. Y'all have a great one. All right, one. Hammer. See you, yes, man. Yes, sir. Later. Okay, buddy. All right, that's the Hammer over in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for our first break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Don't you know I've come along? Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 4, 418 here on this Father's Day morning. And uh, for some bad news, really, for, you know, one of my coworkers up here at Sports Radio 610, John Lopez, good friend and great guy. He lost his lifelong dog yesterday, Gibson. He went over the Rainbow Bridge and... Uh, I know it's it's tough on him, and dogs just become part of you, part of your family for that long, and uh, as loyal as you know, labs can be to their to their masters, and uh, you know, condolences to John and his family. It's a tough thing to go through, especially here on Father's Day. Tough time for it, but uh, I think Gibson was he had a great dog. I think he was like 14 years old. He had a good long life. That dog lived better than a lot of people do, I can tell you that. But uh, sorry, sorry, John, for your loss. All right, let's run down on a brighter note now to Freeport, Texas. Let's check in with old Captain Jeff Naylor this morning and see how he's doing. Jeff, good morning. How are you, buddy? What's up, Captain? How are you doing this morning? Oh, I can't complain. You got anybody with you this morning? Yeah, I got the whole crew this morning. Oh, we are in trouble. <laughs> Monty, what's up, man? How's it going? Happy Father's Day. Hey, you too, buddy. Well, y'all tell me some 
fishing stories and you know, like yeah. lies this morning. It's Father's Day. You can tell anything you want. Well, we may have to. <laughs> <laughs> may have to. <laughs> like like yeah. the old saying, hey, uh, early to bed, early to rise, fish like hell and make up lies. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Man, it's been uh, it's pretty slow here, you know, in terms of the offshore. That wind started kicking up and just hasn't uh, hadn't quite let up yet. Which, you know, Casey and I had a conversation about that yesterday about uh, you know how historically rare it was to get a good two week window there, and all of a sudden now it's back to you know June weather as usual. You back, know? back to normal a little bit now. Yeah. All right. Casey, but, how uh, you been doing, buddy? Been doing great. Been doing great, Casey. Well. He's a Casey, Casey just is uh, 39 contender right for snapper season there, and, and he's able to run it several times. I mean, what's your overall review of the 39? I give it a nine and a half, a ten. I'm loving it so far. But I mean, oh, going out two, two times when the weather was one foot or less, so it's kind of kind of hard to judge the boat ride when it's the calm. But it's been yeah. great so far. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you pick and choose the weather, it's nice. Yeah. Right. And, man, I mean, you all see the electronics this guy has on his boat, man. He's got the I'm, – I'm assuming, you know, the, the latest and greatest of everything. Fear no wise, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, it's, uh, it's got – it's got it's, some of the stuff it's got on it kind of changes the fishing game a little bit from what I'm from what I'm used to. But of course, obviously, I'm still learning how to use it. But it's relatively easy to to learn. It's not not that difficult. It's got a uh, feature on it on the the fish finder side. It's got a 3D fish finder, so it can see to the sides. Also, it doesn't look straight down. It looks down at like a 120 degree angle. And you can turn this mapping feature, and it will map the bottom that you drive over onto your plotter. Once it maps that bottom. It's going to stay on your plotter forever in the area that you're in. It's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, like a little, like a, like 3D image, right? It makes a 3D, so, it makes a 3D image and it finds peaks and spots that you don't necessarily have to drive right over the top of the sea. So you can see, and the deeper the water is, the further to the side you can see because of the cone is bigger, of course. In shallow water, it's bigger the thing, but in the deeper water you get, it becomes more effective. Right. Yeah, which is it would be so crazy because uh, you know, I, I have you uh, have you played with side scan feature like on the on the Garmin? Uh, man, I had the toughest time. I I had that I had a side scan on my twenty seven. You know, I'd be out in a couple hundred feet of water. I couldn't get it the the way it you know the way it shows on your on your screen as being like this straight line and really it's, it's from the it, outside it is weird. looking down. You know what I mean? Couldn't ever figure it out, man. I mean, I could just my mental, my mind would let me, you know, compute it. Teaching old yeah. new tricks. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's good to see it. You know, in the big thing too now is like you know, 3D imagery of the of the bottom. You know, the uh, the what are the cool uh, like you mean like oh, man. yeah. Oh. Well, if Simrad had one, it was, uh, uh, I can't remember, but uh, Garmin has one. It's like uh, sort of 3D image. You know, it, it's pretty cool because you can see it lays it on your plotter. You can kind of, these 
Fawcett, me, Monty, we've all fished for a long time. You actually have a little better view of what it really looks like down there. So just a 1D image, you can see it in the 3D, what the rock actually looks like, kind of the shape of it. It's not perfectly round. It's kind of blonged on one side and tall on one side, and you can see that, whereas you can see that before. And it's easier to find the peaks, the very tallest point of these spots, which a lot of times is where you want to be. You know, where you want to fish is the tallest point a lot of times. All the time, right. a lot of times. It's easier to find it and get on top of those peaks now than it was. And your motors hold you there also, right? If you want your motors to hold you there, they'll hold you there. Yeah. The only problem with that, that system is the using the, the engines to hold your position. Is if it's real calm and your engines are just barely going in out here, it works good. But if it's rough and they're putting white water out supposedly, just the fish off big time. Yeah. yeah. And when it's really working hard, it's just that boat's just going nuts and the fish kinda of don't bite. And you got white water on your boat. So yeah. if it's calm it's expected, I don't think to be when it's rough. Yeah. Which would would make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> have you uh, Mickey, have you been able to play with the any of the, the new three D technology or anything that not really. Uh, I hadn't upgraded my boat to all. I mean, I'm in the bay, man. I'm, yeah. you know, it's, uh, there's, there's certain applications in certain areas you can fish that you'd need something like that side scan and, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, when I fished with Randy Deerman fishing those brush piles and we went crappie fishing, man, that's, uh, that's when all that comes into play big time, you know, and with the yeah. pan optics, you know, the live imaging and, Boy, yeah. it's uh, man, and then with the spot lock on the trolling motor that's hooked to it, and boy, it just keeps you right on your target. I mean, it's crazy. The fish hit jig on some of those pictures I've seen on some of those fires and shows. You can see him follow a lure back to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you throw a jig oh, yeah. out there and watch a crappie come out of the brush pile and follow your jig back and then eat it on yeah. camera. It's crazy. That's insane how you fish have no chance at all i mean we got i mean what i mean what's look at it like i mean what's next <laughs> yeah fish don't stand a chance either man i why well, you know recently too i took a a, a buddy of mine he's a tournament fishing uh guy and uh he come picked up and we went trout fishing he had that size in our pan optics i'm sorry and and uh he was telling me you know he just belonged he would see one, yeah. and uh, he just thought that was crazy, man. That uh, he said, "Man, I, I just wait for, I just find my fish, and I, and I want to see lure go down there and tap him on top of the head." <laughs> I said, yeah, "What kind of fish is that, man?" I, you know, I get, hey, man. <laughs> it's a video game. Yeah, and no, oh, Casey got a, a really, you know, the myth of all this stuff, man. He uh. He stuck in my real good uh, horse saw on my spot, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was my spot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just based on that, uh, based on that um, 3D imagey stuff and right. all that. I mean, uh, did you end up you end up actually driving around and finding that, too, or you just dropped it? Well, I pretty am. much, I mean, we, that spot was pretty on point about where the peak of that rock was. So when I got on that spot, I was pretty much on the peak of that. But there was a couple of other little peaks on it that it showed up on. Yeah. But we caught that fish the very first right when we got there. So yeah. the first freaking stop, we stopped over. 
gobbled the damn bait. I caught that fish right when we got there. And after that, we were catching snapper and amberjack and some couple smaller groupers there too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it was. Well, let me ask this. Now, the 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 contender is that you have a step full. It's an ST thirty nine ST. Did did you think that step full messed that image up at all? Do you feel like it got fuzzy? In some time and stuff like that. It'll only let you. That's what's going to happen. You put your you put your transducer in front of the step. If you can. If you can. Well, you know, I know it is in front of the step. You know, I tell you, the, the you got to do it. Blaine's going through that same problem with that new gar- dargle he's got. It's a step hole like you're talking about, and they mounted okay. the uh, transducer in the wrong place. It's fine when you come off plane and you're idling around, but when you're running, it won't it won't do anything. It's got all the, the bubbles that gets in the way. Yeah, it's actually almost out of the water, and all the bubbles just just create nothing but distortion. Right. Mine, if you're going really fast, yeah. it'll lose it really fast. But when you're going that fast, you're not going to mark the thing anyway. Yeah. Fast. When, he, when you get over about 45 miles an hour, it starts losing the image. Yeah. And you, just, I just turn it off using my mass when I'm going to a spot. It's time to stop. I turn it back on. Uh, well, you know, on that on that fountain, that thirty-eight fountain that we had, it was uh, they mounted it in front of the step, which just will happen to be up the toilet. Basically, the only place they could pull something out to get down to the and center. You got plumbing where the toilet is. Any kind of plumbing is gonna mess up your. Oh my God, it was yeah. terrible. Terrible. I knew there was a reason I didn't put a toilet on my boat. Now I'm not one. Yeah. Every time you would hit that, no. stay away <laughs> from the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you're trying to do the best you can to get the best best image, right? But every time you turn on an emaciated pump or something like that, that sucker goes haywired, you know what yeah. I mean? And then you got to go and reset everything because it, it wants to, you know, jump back into a different mode and this and that, you know. It was, we actually ended up putting a smaller, we put a smaller transducer in the, next to it, about, t- about two foot in front of it, yeah. And honestly, that's the only one we used to use because, I mean, the, the 3K, he had a, a big one. Yeah, it was completely useless, you know. Right. Yeah, which is terrible. I mean, God, I don't even, I mean, at that time, that vacation transition had to be the whole set had to be close to ten thousand dollars or something. I mean, it was high dollar stuff, man. Right. <laughs> I had two, three step toll boats, and every one of them the transducer was all three of them was right with the step. Maybe you know, maybe a foot, foot and a half in front. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, okay, so so to go a little further, though, can they put a three case man? The, the big one. They can. They can. Yeah. Well, I can. guess, you know, on a 42 yellow, you got a lot of real yeah, estate to put where you want, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go, I didn't go to powerful with the transducer, though. Yeah, I used, I used a 1KW Chirp 3D, what I used, so that's what I have. I haven't gotten deeper than 300. So what did you say, a 1KW sure. Chirp? Yeah, 1KW. Yeah. yeah. Which is a lot. I mean, you should be able to mark a lot with that. You know, I mean, that's all the I've ever used. Yeah. I mean, we've had, uh, back in the day on party boats, we had 3K <clears throat> regular. They didn't have shirt back then. They just had to get in a regular transition. We had right. 3KWs on Captain Casey, Big E, the yeah. Gulfstream, the big KW transducers. Yeah. Well, which is, which is, you know, and my, my boat's a, an 06, I think. My 36 considers a 06. And I have a 2K transducer that came on from the factory. I looked at the building, you know. I never even thought, I, I, I didn't think they even came out with anything of a 1KW until, you know, 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Father's Day Sunday. All right, let's uh, head back to Freeport. All right, guys, I'm back. What's going on, Captain? <laughs> you know, hey, while we're sitting here talking about it, big shout out to Matt, Matt Smith, man. He took blue, he took the bluefin, bought the bluefin from Ned over here, and ran a tuna trip the other day. I tell you what, I got a few text messages from my friends saying it's like six, eight foot. Wow, what does this guy do? Well, let me tell you what, he pulled up on the dock with some. I mean, a slab full of meat. I mean, it, it crushed. I it saw that on Facebook. Yeah. I was out there today. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> y'all two crazy fools. <laughs> uh, Monty's been. But really and truly, you're talking about how rough it was. 
I'm not sure say rough way out way out. Because the boat's even out diving right now. I think it's just back get further out of the flower garden. There's only like two or four foot. What was it Monty said last week? Jeff, he said, uh, we went regardless unless it had a name on it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a name on it, we went. <laughs> he did, he did. He went the following day, man. I, you know, well, we shall be. Yeah. Five hour ride. Yeah. I mean, once you get there, it's better. But uh, what what's the uh, roughest seas you've taken a charter out in? Just, you know, bust like through no the jetties and say, hey, we're going. I, I pretty much go. They send me to go. Right. Well, I mean, what, knowing <laughs> Would you bust the jetties? Well, in big boats, I mean, you you had to be yeah. six eight foot, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, you get kind of big. Yeah. In that thirty, would you bust the jetties six eight foot? Probably. You're come on now. Probably. Bonnie oh, said yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, he said probably. Boy. Uh, a lot of it was, was it like when Lonnie was running the blueprint and the charter, a lot of it was wasn't him so much as it was the people that's customers on the boat. Yeah. If they knew it or not. Yeah. If they were gone, I would go. But sometimes they, they'd call their uncle and go back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's a point of no return. Once you hit a certain mileage, if they decide, you know, if you go past the point, you, we can come back whenever you want, but you can pay for the trip. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that that ultimatum man. Yeah, you have to do right, that. I just turn a look at them if they're smiling, I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I like his attitude. Does yeah. anybody run any do y'all run any gyros on your boat? Is anybody y'all know running those? No. We, that's we, more that's more of the big boy stuff. We had one on the Captain Casey at one time. But no, that's the only boat we ever had one. So, and Jaro has been out for, you know, since the seventies. I want to say even you know, probably even earlier than that. I mean, yeah, you know. you're just you're just starting to really hear about them. You know, a lot of boats they got them for smaller boats all the way up to you know the giant boats. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to be honest with you, uh, a buddy of mine he, had, he runs a thirty-three center console, and he has uh, Jason Gas, and he he has a uh, a sea sea keeper on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You know, we've been out of comfort for one thing. At least those newer gyros with the electronics and stuff like that never really had good luck with them. Maybe the newer styles are good, but they tend to go out. Really? They what? Yeah. They, you know, for whatever reason, they either have a breaker, you know, because it's high power or, or whatever. And you really, you got to have like six batteries. I think you got like six batteries that just run that system, right? Yeah. And then, uh, we went out last year. Now I'm not I'm not talking bad about Sea Keep that the thing works, man, it's amazing actually. It actually works amazingly well. But uh at any rate we, we ran out the Wahoo fishing I think this last year and uh that sucker the brakes went out on it. And so he turned it off. Well them things run at like whatever, fifteen thousand RPMs or something like that. It takes right. like an hour and to slow down. And the whole time those brakes are off, man, it's you felt it, it would bang against that boat. You swear the whole bottom about to fall out. And I'm not wow. even kidding you. But pound, I, well, honestly, I was, I was not excited about 
any of that. Yeah. So, I mean, the yeah. drawbacks to in the weight. In the way, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, shit. I mean, it was unreal. You, I mean, it was beating the bottom of that thing. I thought it was ripping oh, it out. Yeah, the ones cost that they're putting on these big center consoles. I don't know what they cost, what they weigh, because that's affecting their speed and everything. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think to do them right, to be really honest with you, you have to kind of send them to the like he he sent it to Invincible Factory. And then they, they actually built an infrastructure within the, the uh, stringer system and stuff like that, of that but specifically for that gyro. And I tell you what, I, if he would not have done that, I am wholeheartedly confident he would have busted through the bottom of that boat. I mean, it was hitting that hard. I mean, it's so glass. You can't, I mean, it's made the, the forces of one or two directions, not necessarily from the top and the bottom, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, a lot of the guys I see them putting them on like Vikings or stuff like that, they do the same thing mm-hmm. in the back or call Viking. They'll give you a plot plan of how to put it in or you know what what to what to beef up and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, like on the on that on Captain Casey, that thing's giant. I know traditionally too. I, I mean, was, when I said gyro, I thought we were talking about like a, the old the old style gyro conferences. I wasn't talking about the Sea Keeper. Oh, so we no, we never had those. Now they did, you know, the, the seat keepers are electronic, you know, machines. Yeah, but they've right. had a mechanical style gyro mm-hmm. years. I mean, even in sailing and stuff like that, they use them, you know. I, I feel like anyways. But, uh, you know, shoot, like on some of those bigger Vikings, they have three or four of them, you know. Wow. I say three or four. I just, three, I know I've seen the most. I've seen mm-hmm. three, personally. But, I mean, can you imagine... If you're sitting there, you got what, one on the one on the starboard, one on the port, one on the center port, or something like that, and one of them, you know, starboard goes out or something like that, and you got these two pumping in the front. No, no, I don't know, man. Of course, I don't have enough money to do any of that. So all I'm doing is here saying I probably have right. no right by any of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, a lot of that's. That's the oddest thing, especially talking with Casey and, and uh, you know, Elliot and all that. You know, a lot of this technology that people are so gung-ho about, you know, including the Omni, Sony, stuff like that, have been on both for years, for years and years, you know. There's nothing new. It's just uh, the public folks have kind of gotten a little bit more in tune to it. Or maybe it's worked it all of a sudden. We did 360-degree Sony on, on the Captain Casey and the Big E there. Yeah. All the way around the boat. Yeah. Which is almost identical to the things that the big Marlin guys use right now. That, you know, really big. You know, I'm sure clogging them are real good at it. Yeah. Play that music, huh? <laughs> Play that music. You hear that loud? Very, very simplistic. It was all set up 
you know, the captain on the boat had it all set up the way he wanted. All you pretty much had to do is just turn it on and just get the way he needed it. Yeah, I'm actually put it down and pick it up. Yeah. Seems like it up. We had a lot of problems on Big E with it because the Big E was fast. Yeah. We never had a party boat that fast. Yeah. That that thing underwent a lot of strain on that boat. There was a couple times it got stuck down and got bent inside the deal. They had to beef up the shaft and do some work on it. They had problems with that a few times. Yeah, because that boat would be 27 knots and it was fast. Wow. I mean, we didn't go that fast in the rear off, but they didn't run it that fast, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> we had issues on that boat. Yeah. Gotta pick it up. <laughs> Gotta pick it up. Man, what I mean, we've entered the realm of uh, sophistication in fishing. I mean, it just, I mean, how far do you go? <laughs> I just look at the box. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Mickey. I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's real right. simple. You know, like, like Monty said, he just looks at the bottom. <laughs> wait, yeah. for the, wait for the screen to light up, you know. If it's not in the boat, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good, does it? Well, it really doesn't. We were talking about, we, we went to break there for a second. We were talking about the, some of the different kinds of phone or something like that, you know, and uh, Tony had mentioned that on, on a boat he ran, it was like a 36 with a step hole. It would have it struggled real bad trying to hang the bottom, you know. And I had a I had a twenty seven, which actually I ended up selling to Sharky, and I had a little pigtail on the back, or just a little bitty, you know. And I'm not real great with what numbers or serial, you know, whatever. But uh, that little pigtail, man, it was pretty awesome. I mean, six eight hundred foot of water, it would hang and and look around. So I mean, you don't necessarily have to buy the most expensive thing on the face of the planet, you know, right. to, to just put you. I mean, something simple, you know. Is it a little fuzzy down there, or is it not? You know, what am I doing here? Yeah. Funny story, here I was fishing, and I was fishing in my old boat, and our transducer, at, at, there was a point in time that wasn't working that well. And I went on, I ran to a spot to snapper fish, and I'm looking around, and I don't see any rock, I don't see any fish, I don't see anything. But I know I'm in the right spot, right area. I said, eh, just put the lines out, we'll see. We did not mark a single fish. Well, everybody put their lines in, everybody hooked the fish in the Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, you just had to go on a leap of faith on that one. Right? And we were catching a big kingfish there, too, like 40 pound kingfish right there at that spot. Didn't, never marked a fish. Caught all the snapper, caught a couple of kingfish, never marked the first fish. You know, I Amazing. still had a. In, in <laughs> yeah. shallower waters, when I'm in, when I'm in like, you know, 90 foot or less, I have problems marking some of the big spots. But, you know, I say problems marking them. Just like you say, I pull up on a spot. Nothing. Look desolate. You know, you might see one little bitty mark, something like that. I mean, bait size, you know what I mean? Put them out, whammo. 20 pounds, everybody's slamming them in. I'm like, where's fish at? I mean, so the theory, though, I, I heard a theory a while back that uh, that murk layer, it, it messes the messes that sonar up a little bit where you can't see just at the bottom or something like that. Yeah, I can't see through it. Yeah, I mean, you think there's some truth to that? I mean, I'm just can't, you know. I don't I can, know. I can I can visualize that. Yeah, I mean, that's uh. Yeah, but if you're going to drop 60 miles to fish a spot and not mark no fish, or you're going to drop there, you go 10 miles to the next spot. I'm going to drop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. After you've been that far, you're already stopped and you're there. You might as well drop. Y'all go get them. 
funny. One of our captains, his name was Court. I remember what he would do sometimes. He would, when we get on a spot, and I'd be in there watching him because I was a younger, younger lad at the time, and I wasn't running boats or anything. But I'd watch him. Boy, when he'd get on the spot he had confidence in, he would literally, his face would, like, go, he would look at the screen as close as he could. He'd get, get closer and closer. I was like, man, the closer you get, there's still nothing on that screen. But you can put, get to how close to it. He would, like, put <laughs> here there, like, it's funny. You can't wish well, him on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be one. He just gets his face closer and closer to the screen. <laughs> there's got to be something here. <laughs> yeah. I used to be funny when he would do that. And then he'd light a cigarette up and start smoking a cigarette. Just something to get his nerves, you know, off the He always did well. He was a good captain. Under like, yeah. pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> well, when he, when he was marking nothing, did he catch something? I mean, did he yeah. Catch but on the Lady Anna, the Lady Anna for a long time. The Lady Anna, it's a different set up on the Lady Anna because it's it's deck level. The the and, and there's you can be people all around the window looking into the looking into the while you're driving, looking at the fish finder screen, looking at the radar, the customers can see right inside there when you're doing. You're not up yeah. high away you're right around everybody. They'd be in there doing this look through it's a little more of a pressure filled situation. Wow. Wondering why you keep circling and circling and circling and nobody gets the fish yet. You know what <laughs> and that was your you related he ran it too, yeah. He ran it too. Did you did you put the did you put the little speed down on the window? Putting your thumb on your head, pressure, man, breathing on you. <laughs> I think I think these little six pack boats are tougher to run than a bigger boat because it just seems to me like on a smaller boat with less people, you got to be right on top of the spot or really close. Right. You get forty. Lie to them, you know, but right. uh, and a 
lot of times, you know, oh, yeah, we're, we're good, Cap. And I make that first stop 50 miles after a five-hour ride. They're like, we should listen to you. We should we should have. We should talk <laughs> about a little more. <laughs> Most of the time, I mean, a lot of times after you clear the 21, like 130, 140 foot, it's swelled out. They spread apart. And then right. you're on. Yeah. It's well. Just, it's just getting to that point. Yeah. Really. yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, just turn around and look at him and say, hey, that first 50 miles was brutal, but it's going to get better now. It's all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all survive that, hey, we got yeah. it. Exactly. No times, worries. <laughs> this, this time, a lot of times it'll be rough as heck in the first couple hours in the morning. And by noon, it's blowing five knots and it's down and swell down to two, three foot. Yeah. And then it'll lose the next morning, same thing the next morning. It's, a lot. it's kind of like a pattern on there. Getting that pattern where it's windy in the morning and it gets calm, calm in the middle of the day. Out. It, it never helps the first two weeks to calm, and then now you got a fishing three to four bitters. Oh my God, I'm going today. Yeah, we're going today. <laughs> <laughs> I get Hop on the bus and leave the driving to us. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> You know, Man. lastly, we talked about, uh, you know, the kingfish, you know, and how last year it was such a drawback, you know, very little kingfish and stuff like that. But we've had some really had some really good starts to kingfish, you know. And, uh, you know, theory last year, I know I bounced around, you know, running theories with a lot of different people on Facebook and on, on the radio and stuff like that. And James Howe came up with the idea that uh, the droughts that we had last year and the lack of water coming down the Brazos was not pushing as many menhaden now. Now you got these mat menhaden. I mean the the amount of fish that we have here in close is unbelievable. I mean it really is. I'm literally uh, uh Monty and I went gigging last night. We ran through probably a couple hundred yards worth of just solid menhaden trying to jump in the boat with us. I mean it was just, you know, tons and tons of bait. Right. And Kingfish is pretty good. Sharky gave me uh, an update last week or the week before. He said they were fishing out there off the galleon. And man, he was like, he said you could walk on the top of the water. There were so many kingfish. <laughs> you know, in shore, they've been doing really yeah. well. Watch the guys catch some our kayaks and stuff. When, when, we had that, tours, huh? yeah. when we had that calm stretch, they were, when the water got real clean, they were catching them right here, you know, eight miles. They were catching yeah. a bunch of kings. That water got really good there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Y'all hearing any more about any fish gill coming out of the Brazos anymore? Uh, I think it was just mainly the shed. We had the big menhay tie off at our around the yeah. beaches in our, this area yeah, last week. Yeah, and it's, fact, it's really early in the year for that. That's usually something you see late July, middle August, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. yeah I don't probably went down like 38 north. You know what? I feel like 38 there were there were some pictures uh, last week too, uh, some from Flounder, you know, that had done the same thing. Dead flounder? Yeah, dead flounder. Yeah, I saw that too. Those dead flounder. Uh, yeah. Hillman sent me a picture. A buddy of his uh, yesterday uh, had a tarpon up on the bulkhead, a concrete bulkhead, just the carcass. The head was still intact, but it was just you know all the skeletal remains, and uh, that thing was. What do you say? 90, 92 inches long? That's a big tarpon. Yeah, it is. Wow. 
Wow, and that and that you think that's due to the heat and the lack of oxygen like that, or yeah, that that showed up at the pass, you know, washed up at the pass. So that's uh, something happened down down y'all's way. And I don't, you know, I don't have any theory on it. Yeah, but you said you. I mean, it didn't get all the bait because we had bait. No, I mean, there's so much bait. I mean, shad kills are just they've been common for millions of years i mean that's just part of it they all they're so thick they just deplete all the oxygen i mean there's just so many of them they just suck yeah. it out of the water it's crazy uh, oh well yeah, no. well i got a roll bud i'm already out of time guys so uh give give out some numbers somebody wants to get uh get in on some uh free port action yeah give me a call anytime at 979-417-1013 Go to our website, stsladventures.com. Uh, Monty's still got two month, a month, a Tuesday and a Monday left in July, and a few in August. Um, we're pretty much booked up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to September, I want to say. So, but give us a call. We'd love to squeeze you in somewhere. We've had a few cancellations here and there, so give us a holler if you want to go fishing. Well, guys, I always enjoy it. Good conversation. I'll talk to you all next week. Y'all have a good week. Be safe out there. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. See you, man. All right. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 